You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. The following segment is from The Look Ahead on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. Our next deep dive takes us to Kansas City, where the Cowboys come to town. Kansas City, two and a half point favorites in this one. And I feel like NFL fans exhaled last week, right? Because it was like, whew. Okay, the Cowboys put up 43 on the Falcons. The Chiefs put up 41 on the Raiders. We are going to get that shootout that we all thought when we saw this game on the schedule. Like, okay, because that's what I think most people want to see. Not maybe Cowboys or Chiefs fans, but everybody else is like, give me like the 80 or 90 point, you know, over under in this game. And let's go see if these two teams can reach it. Yeah, I was talking to, um, obviously been doing some things with Pete Sweeney and Steven Serta this week, um, you know, from Arrowhead Pride with the Cowboys getting ready to play the Chiefs. And uh, Steven's, you know, we, we, we were ending a conversation. He said, let's just hope for 80 points. You know, like, let's let's hope for 80 points combined. Um, a lot of Cowboys fans feel like this has the potential to be uh, a 2013 Cowboys-Broncos game. Everybody remembers that, the Peyton Manning-Tony Romo shootout. Um, and and yeah, and this, this game has, has kind of become something that, um, I don't know even the most supportive Cowboys fan could have envisioned at the beginning of the season uh, in that this is this is Kansas City's let's prove who we are game. You know what I mean? Like it, you never saw that you, may, you saw that maybe this would be that game for the Cowboys and maybe the Cowboys would if they were having success, they would go to Arrowhead. They would have this big win and kind of announce themselves as Super Bowl contenders. And obviously the fortunes of these teams have, have been very different than expected uh, to this point. But this is I'm really fascinated to see the Cowboys in this spot. And, you know, we saw them in a unique spot last week. OK, how can they respond? You know, they were embarrassed. They were humiliated. What can they do? And they went out and the poor Atlanta Falcons were just just in their way. Uh, and I loved, I loved that. I mean, I, I loved how, you know, Mike McCarthy, uh, I haven't told you this stat stats. He, he deferred uh, the winning coin toss. He the Cowboys won the toss. He, or excuse me, he did not defer. I'm sorry. Um, and and he, he wanted the ball, but you know, under Mike McCarthy, the Cowboys have always deferred. He wanted the ball. He said, we're going to take the ball. We're going to score. We're going to punch you in the mouth. We're not going to let you off the ground. And that was really, I've, I've never seen in my life, I've never seen the Cowboys play a game like that with with that kind of, of stones, I guess. Um, and this is a different one. I, I'm very fascinated to see how Mike McCarthy handles. This is one of the best teams in the NFL, certainly when they're hot. I think you you have to give them that credit now. And they, they're going to give you everything they have. They're, they're looking, you know, to come at you. Mike, Michael Parsons loves to say the lion is always hungry. That's kind of a, his his internal philosophy they're coming for the lion dude they're coming i mean and we haven't seen the cowboys on top of the perch they haven't won anything uh but but metaphorically on top of the perch and and you know facing a contender i mean they're they're achilles in troy with uh the character that eric banna played uh coming to try and, and square off and, and challenge them and so it's really exciting uh, you know generally stats i know i've kind of rambled here the cowboys game before thanksgiving every year is really dramatic 
generally speaking. Uh, in 2011, they won at Washington on a game-winning field goal in overtime. In 2012, they won at home against the Browns on a game-winning field goal in overtime. Uh, so those are both three-point wins. In 2013, three-point win. 2014, three-point win. That was the Odell catch game. Uh, the Giants lost that game. The Giants don't like to remember that when they talk about that. 2015, 10-point win. 2016, 10-point win. They lost in 2017. 2018, three-point win. They did lose in 2019, but in 2020, a three-point win. Generally speaking, it goes down to the wire, and I do feel like this is going to be that kind of game. lot to react to there. First of all, the character that Eric Bana played in Troy was Hector, one of the most famous like <laughs> people in the Trojan War. I don't know how you forgot that. My so. level of Greek mythology knowledge is not you know, pie, but, uh, you, thank you. That's, that's why, you know, you, we balance each other out. Today. Yeah. Hector tamer of horses, man. Uh, I hate the good team loses a game. Then they win the next week. So let's praise the head coach for whatever stupid motivational oh, tactic. He came been waiting out with. a week to tell me. This. And Mike McCarthy gets all this praise for coming up with this stupid red ass week where he's handing out like this bomb in case you have like a chapped skin or a red ass or something some stupid thing whereas if the cowboys lost we'd never hear about it people acting like this secret motivational tactic that mike mccarthy came up with completely i don't think anyone changed. really believes that that this was like then why the are we talking reason. about it then why is it even it a fun. thing it, it was stupid it was, it was dumb it was a fun story and you know we had some some laughs and some good times and i i I'm not making this about the monkey butt, which is the name of the substance that uh, stats talked about. Um, I do believe, though, that I, I've, I've told you this before. I believe if you can get 53 players to believe that the sky is orange, then the sky is orange. And I, I believe that Mike McCarthy is having that sort of effect. Jason Garrett, the, the hallmark quality of him that, that we would constantly talk about, you know, as, as Cowboys fans was that. His, his Cowboys teams never quit on him. They never did. They, I mean, they were loyal to, to a fault, obviously, in Jason Garrett. Um, and I'm not saying that they're not loyal to Mike McCarthy, but but there's a difference between being loyal and believing him. And and they absolutely believe in Mike McCarthy because he believes in them. I mean, he, he, I he think is that if Mike McCarthy did no motivational tactic whatsoever, they still would have beat the tar out of the Falcons. That's my point. I don't think that it had anything to do with Mike McCarthy separate from this. Kansas One way or another, Mike McCarthy has built a, a great culture within this team that allows for them to feel that aggressive, to feel that way. I mean, they, they've never they've never won a game like that before. They've never come off of a humiliating loss and just just, you know, ended just just stolen the life out of a team like that. And that's what they did in this game. I mean, and and that's again, they have a killer instinct that I've never seen before from from any Cowboys team, who, regardless of who the players are. I think that comes from Dak way more than it comes from Mike McCarthy. Sure. Uh, for Kansas City's defense, what do you do? You buy into this stat? Their last five games, they have averaged sixteen points or fewer, and those team those games were Washington, Tennessee, the Giants, the Raiders, and the Packers. Are you buying that Kansas City's defense is maybe better than we thought? No, um, and I know that I know that, you, and I'm not saying they're trash, but like that's like the reason I like 
things like DVOA. And I know you're not saying like, oh, here's concrete proof, points allowed, whatever. It's because football's weird. Like mm-hmm. weird crap happens, right? Like, you know, that stat you mentioned is totally different if Deshaun Jackson doesn't have a brain fart, you know what I mean, on Sunday night and, you know, fumble the ball. So like, if you know, and again, he did have that brain fart and, you know, that was a turnover. And so you have to give the Chiefs their credit for that. I mean, they weren't just like 100% lucky off of that, but, you know, a, a, a better wide receiver doesn't make that mistake. Things and things like and and I like Michael Gallup doesn't make that mistake. CD Lamb doesn't make that mistake. Amari Cooper doesn't make that mistake. And so, you again, you're moving goalposts. But I think that context is necessary. So I don't I don't think that that tells the whole story. And I worry stats. And again, I want the Cowboys to win, obviously. But we saw we saw the Chiefs. You know, and and you and BLG I thought hit the nail on the head when you talked about the Rams on Tuesday uh, about how they're not a team that handles getting punched in the face well. I think the Chiefs can take a punch in the face, but I think that they want to let everybody know that they're being punched in the face. You know what I mean? <laughs> it, like, like they they want you know they're like That's a hey, weird everybody. Flex. Yeah, well, they're like, we're being punched in the face. So, you know, give us the benefit of the doubt here. You know, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, the the Rams just fold. The Chiefs will stay in the fight. But, you know, they're like, hey, everybody, give us our credit here. You know, give, uh, give us some understanding. And those are the vibes that, that were certainly, you know, encircling this team early on this year. They're like, everybody chill out. You know, we're this great team. You know, we're allowed to have this this regression, this this bad, you know, bad month or whatever. And so I think that the Chiefs are maybe a little bit back on that high horse. And I'm not saying that they're – you know, there's any sort of hubris or anything, but that we've seen that they're not a team that handles adversity well in a different way than the Rams, if that makes sense. Last thing I want to say about this game, you know, it's an AFC NFC matchup, and there's a this could be a potential Super Bowl matchup. And a lot of times, if the two teams that play in the Super Bowl have played in the regular season, one of them will say, you know, when we played them early in the regular season, like thinking of the Giants and the Patriots, the year the Patriots were undefeated, they played in the regular season. The Patriots obviously won that game, but the Giants all came out of that game being like, you know, that's supposed to be the big bag Patriots, and we were toe-to-toe with them. So they had confidence in the Super Bowl that they could pull it off. I feel like this could be one of those games, right, where if these two teams are in the Super Bowl, they're going to point back to this game and say, you know, when we played them in the regular season, we learned this or we started to believe this. That could be one of those games. I don't have confidence that the Chiefs offense is all of a sudden fixed because they had one good game against the Raiders. The Cowboys defense has been able to force a lot of turnovers this season, and that has been the bugaboo of the Chiefs. That has been their biggest problem is that they keep giving the ball away. So it'll be interesting to see if that continues in this game. I'm taking the Cowboys. Even if the Chiefs do put up a lot of points, the Cowboys are one of the few teams that can score with them. The Cowboys lead the league in the NFL in points per game. I'll take Dallas, and I will get the points. I've said this a few times, and I I just want to say it one more time to you, that this when we look back when the season's over and and you know the nfl releases their graphic of the most watched games it's gonna be up there it's, it's yeah. gonna be like the second most watched game at the end of the 100 um it's 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 late window on fox america's game of the week joe buck troy Aikman, aaron andrews and and this just this is like perfect right you know um you know some people are traveling for thanksgiving some people not still still kind of gauging how they're handling things you know in our current climate um but so you know maybe this is you know some like kids are you know, they're out of school, right? Like, you know, t- Friday's their last day of school before the, the, the holiday. You know what I'm saying? Like, this has just all the good, you know, deep part of the season vibes. It's at an outdoor stadium. You know, it's not going to be cold, cold, but it's going to get dark around halftime. You know what I mean? Like, it just, it checks all of the theatrical boxes. Uh, great uniform matchup. And so I believe because of the the stage this is going to command, 
uh, that I don't know that Patrick Mahomes is in the MVP running anymore this season. And I, I don't say that to step on him in any way. It's just been the season that Kansas City has had. But if if the Cowboys play well, and specifically if Dak Prescott plays well, this, this is, you know, we we all have takes that are molded by games that, like like that Colts-Jets game, right? Like, because you don't, you know, not everybody watches every single team's every single game. And so a lot of people will remember this Cowboys game if they have that success. And this could be Dak's kind of, you can't win MVP in week 11, but, you but can this lose could it. go a long way for him. Yep, I agree with you. I think that's absolutely right. He can't win it, like you said, but a good game, especially if Mahomes plays well. Like if the Cowboys blow him out, That'll be fine for Dak's MVP choices, but if Mahomes plays well and Dak wins a shootout, then it like goes even further, right? Because he's stood toe to toe with the great Patrick Mahomes, and so that will be. And I think probably he locks up comeback player of the year as well. He may already have that locked up. I've said this before too. If Dak wins MVP, I don't think he wins comeback player of the year. Because again, we, we we've talked so much about how these are like narrative driven, you know, awards, and they they generally don't give multiple awards to the same True. guy. So. I think Joe Burrow is really rooting for Dak to win MVP because then he wins comeback player of the year. Um, Nick Bosa's you know, uh, doing pretty good too. Look at you. You and Pete, both your teams win. You guys both standing a little taller this hey. week. Talking, You're talking Nick Bosa. Pete's you know, writing articles that Creed Humphrey should win offensive rookie of the year. Uh, if it isn't obvious, I'll take the Cowboys. But I do think that we see an all-timer. You can hear the rest of this conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL Show wherever you get your podcasts.